I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey folks, welcome to the Sloppy Boys, where we take a deep dive into the drinks that you love. I'm Jeff Dutton, along with Mike Hanford. Hi, everyone. And Tim Kalpakis. What is up? Long holiday weekend, stylies. Yes. Now, did you guys eat some turkey yesterday or what? I did, but then I've got my, my tryptophan levels are a little higher than I'd like them to be. Come on. Yes, yes. We all know the one word associated with turkey is true. <laughs> and I am required uh, by law of a funny boy to say it every single time I hear turkey. I'm required by some weird thing in my brain that makes me say the thing. We've talked about this before that I'm sure you... Uh, <laughs> have to eat an entire turkey by yourself to even feel tryptophan. It's probably yeah, yeah. minuscule. <laughs> no way. Is that true? I don't know. I mean, is it possible that you bite in a, bite a turkey and there's a lot of a chemical that makes you fall asleep? No way. <laughs> Somebody recently was telling me at work that uh, they ate a whole apple, like core and all, and we were like, oh, yeah, the seeds, you know, have cyanide in them. And they were like, what? And I was like, oh, yeah, th that's like an old thing everyone knows that but it's like if to eat you need like pounds and pounds of seeds to give you of point uh, to poison you to poison yourself you, you know what i heard is that if you took like the tobacco out of a um pack whole pack of cigarettes mm -hmm. you put it in a cheesecloth and you soaked it yeah mm -hmm. you know let Which it drip i do, and you, I do and that a lot yeah you, you, you <laughs> dripped out all the tobacco juice yeah that, that, that could kill you oh yeah to drink it could, could it could be poison wow arsenic you think yeah, I, I, is that true? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Arsenic. So how about this for a, uh, just stay away from cigarettes altogether? Well, smoking them's okay. Yeah. What? <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> God, I'm up to a pack a day at this point, Mike. <laughs> uh, I better not come to L.A. and see you two driving around Los Feliz, both cigarettes in your hands, drive, no seatbelts. Acting a fool. Yeah, we got, we're going on one of our smoke cruises where we have cigarettes <laughs> and the, we're hanging out each side of the car. I do feel like cigarettes are kind of back though, huh? Like uh, you think you don't see the you don't see the vapes as much. Everything everybody's back to acoustic cigarettes. That is funny. I have seen a couple people on the street, and I've always I kind of clock them like, hey, well, hey, interesting. New York is smoke town, man. If anyone's smoking cigs, it's the the Big Apple. Sheesh. I wonder if that has something to do. I mean, uh, this could be the. The internet saying this, but like everybody, 
is sort of saying that the, you know you got the end of the world blues type of stuff. Nothing's mm-hmm. going right for businesses are crazy. There's wars. I wonder if people are smoking more because of that. Hmm. Kind of like a who gives a shit type of a vibe. Like I said on a recent uh, episode of the show, I, I said you may as well play video games. You know why don't work, don't do anything constructive with your life? Just sit around and play video games because who cares? It brings you pleasure. Now maybe you should smoke some cigarettes. Not only is it pleasurable, but it shortens your life in a good way. You don't have to you know pay as much rent. Yeah, get you out of here a little faster. Get you, get you on your <laughs> way. Much. Off you go. We're all basically <laughs> waiting in line. It just kind of gets you through the line. It saves you money on rent. I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh, man. No, no. That's not how we want to start this <laughs> podcast. No, no, no. I'll, I'll, I'll say this, though, about, about the SIGs. It does sort of feel like there were all these technological advances in the last couple of years, and we all embraced them, didn't we? We all yeah. embraced Uber. We all embraced streaming. And it, even things like... Um, the automatic hair dryer, uh, not hair dryer, hand dryer. <laughs> yes. The Dyson Airblade. Hey, put your head under. It's a hair dryer. The, the accelerator. <laughs> and then we learned all these. We, we did not think of the downsides with the with the hair, the hand dryer. They say it spreads around poop particles. Hmm. The you hand know? dryer does. Yeah. It's better to go uh, paper towel. It's more, it's better for, it's more hygienic. But why do you have poop particles if you just washed your hands? Because you're in a public bathroom. They're all swirling around anyway. Oh, blowing all around the room. Yeah. I've been doing that thing where instead of, I go in the stall and then instead of sitting down on the toilet, I've been kind of doing a handstand and kind of launching it up into the sky. (laughs) You've been doing that thing? (laughs) You know that thing? You try not to do that, but then sometimes you you find yourself like, oh, I wasn't supposed to do that thing. (laughs) You act like you're going to the toilet shitting down, but instead... He's like, wait, somebody just kind of was peeking under to see who was in there and it's your face. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. But with a uh, but with cigs, you know, they said popcorn lung. That's worse than the additives. Is you don't want popcorn lung from vaping and all that. So people said, fine, I'll just go back to regular ass cigarettes, regular ass weed. Hmm, interesting. Popcorn lung. That sounds awful. What's that, Jeff? It's like you know, you're, they use carrier oils in vapes to carry the good the good stuff. And I guess you you can't have too many. I don't know the science of it. You don't want to be sucking down hot oils. It, it gives uh, you popcorn lung. Okay. I think mm. I'm, I'm imagining something maybe that's not true, but that's what I'm imagining. <laughs> Imagine something gross. Yeah. If you do have popcorn Always. lung, you might want to suck down some hot butter and, uh, you know, have kind of a movie, the full movie. <laughs> yeah, put some experience. jalapenos down there for Hanford. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know what I got recently? It was uh, pepperoncinis. I'm going to try and make a, because I, I put them in my salad sometimes. Oh. Let me try to make one of those pepperoncini martini. A bad Roman. Did you talk about it on the pod already? The yep. pepperoncini martini? Yeah, last, I remember last time I did a uh, Hanford <laughs> his way through New York City. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, good. Good. Tim, you were going to say something a second ago. <laughs> I was going to say that we have not discussed uh, on the pod yet a recent trip uh, that me and Jefferson took. Mm. Uh, we were up in wine country, Napa Valley, like a couple of sideways guys, mm-hmm. um, uh, sipping on a little bit of the, the grape liquid itself vino <laughs> uh which was fantastic and then on the way back uh we stopped in uh the flagship uh, trader vicks in oakland and had some mai tais Ooh. at a wonderful tiki bar there's good drinking up there in norcal is what i'm getting at i saw the pictures you guys looked like you had a great time you were on a vineyard yeah stayed on the vineyard what did it what fun stuff did 
you guys get up to up there? We picked, we ate grapes, picked grapes right off the vine. We ate grapes right off the vine. We walked really? around, the, they had a pond up there. They had a fireplace, not a fireplace, fire pit. Oh, I love fire pit. Late night fire pit. Um, let me ask you this about the grapes. When you ate them r- fresh off the vine, what did they taste like? Better than you'd think. Tastes grapey. They, they were sweet. Like the really the, the skin is a little bitter, but it was tastes like a delicious sweet grape ah, with a pit in it. I thought I thought wine grapes were all gonna be something different. That's what I thought. Yeah. But you see, you learn something when you take these trips, Mike. Yeah, I'm always. Anytime I take a trip, I'm. I got just my head in my mobile, looking at all my friends who are home. <laughs> Yo, you get so homesick as soon as you're <laughs> yeah. one mile out of town. Oh, what's everyone up to back there? Uh, who's posting? <laughs> who's posting <laughs> on the Twitter sphere? Sorry, X. Yes. Um, but uh, no. Speaking of learning, Jeff, did, did you feel like you learned? Because I, w- it's tricky with wine tasting. I, I always want to learn, but then yeah. I always get drunk. So I feel like a good uh, goal to set is to learn one fact. Sure. You know, like well, to we learn one ourselves. Thing. We paced ourselves pretty well to start. We did not embarrass our friend Robert. In the beginning, Uh-oh. we <laughs> in the in the beginning, no, in the in the beginning only. Um, we went to Frank Family Vineyards and we got the whole deluxe tour. This woman Olivia walks us through all this stuff, and she was so good about talking about wine and so uh, so verbose. I wasn't catching it all, but it really got me in the right headspace for for all my <laughs> sips. You know, yeah, I wasn't catching any of it, but got me in the right headspace. <laughs> it would, would kind of rinse over the brain and then go away. You're too verbose. <laughs> Olivia, you're too verbose. Olivia, you're being um, too verbose. What was your? Fa- I, um, we had some really good cabernets. We had a, a few in a row, like three real good. Ca- we we were kind of doing this thing where it was zeroing in, like yeah. you know this this wine has grapes from the valley floor and the mountain, and then this one, and then mm-hmm. the fanciest one is like this expensive one has just the grapes from this one acre and they're all from this. So that's what I'm learning. I think that my favorite wine would be like, if you could make the whole bottle from one grape, single source, <laughs> get really in there. Truly. Yeah. Cause they were telling us, you know, if you start to think about wine as like an expression of the climate and like the topography of this one chunk of land, which I always kind of do anyway, but yeah, yeah, I know, you know, I know you do that. I'm saying for Tim for t- and, <laughs> and, uh, you know, they said some blends are good. If you got a good winemaker uh, with a good palate working for you, he can sort of balance out the wine with, hey, this vineyard's producing, a, this is a little more, whatever, volcanic or whatever. This one's a little more fruity. Put them together. That's a good red blend. I always thought of red blend as being like, oh, that's like a cheap whatever, uh-huh. like a catch-all. But it gives, right. the, it gives the winemaker more, um, more authorship, basically. Yeah. But- uh, Tim, I agree. And then they got into like the really expensive, <laughs> expensive wines. And it was like, this is a the purest possible expression of like this little chunk of land. All the grapes are right from there and you taste it. And it's just, it's fantastic. Yeah. And that was our favorite, right? So, so the patriarch, but I did, I did like that idea that when I hear blend, I'm like, no, I don't want blend. No way. But I do like the, 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 the vintner is like a symphony composer. Oh, a little bit of this, a little, fl- a little bit of flutes, a little bit of violins, you know, you can't <laughs> have a song. If you have 80 people up there all on, in the orchestra, you don't just ask one violinist to play the whole show. 
<laughs> oh god, and then you got uh, then you got um oh jeez. Then you, you know who you got then coming up is the guy who's like uh his name. No, his name, I forget his name, but he comes up and he goes, Oh well, cowbell. Yep. Uh, yes. yes. There it is, folks, and let's take it to Booze what News. What the hell is his name? And I'm not Bruce Dickinson. No, I know, but who's the actor? William Farrell. No, the the, the Christopher Walken. Walken. Christopher Walken. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, uh, Booze News. This is really a wonderful honor. I've got to thank my representative. There they are. Yeah, David Schiff. <laughs> Gavin Eingel. Mitch on the web. Andrew Hoddle. Scott Cooper. <laughs> Company K. Bad Liver Piss. Big oh. Cat Music Squad. Baba O'Reilly. Bob Wallace. Danny Paulson. Rick Topper. Chris Finke. Michael Chimino. Adeline Cook. <laughs> they, they're keeping the whole... <laughs> The boat afloat. <laughs> Steve LeGraw. Zach Mack. Little stinker. Adam LeClaire. <laughs> the Jonah Equation. Nick Andrews. Let's see. Well, the brothers. The Cohen brothers. Kanger, Eric Kang. Evan Cohen. Can you believe that? He's the thread through the whole deal. I'm so blessed to have him uh, start my whole career. <laughs> <laughs> it's Booze News, you Booze News submitting dudes. <laughs> Chimino. Okay. <laughs> Sloppy Bridges was sent to us by Evan Cohen. And if you have a booze news team, email it to the Sloppy Boys oh. Podcast at gmail.com. And if you want to befriend Evan, subscribe to our Patreon. Join the discard, the Discord. Discard? Discard what I just said. I'd like to discard that Discord. Thank you. <laughs> uh, and, and, and then you could be hobnobbing with people like Evan. That was a great theme. Hey, Evan was one of the names in that list. You can tell him, uh, hey, con- good job on that booze news drop. Yeah, Ooh. Evan made himself the, the the best one at the end. Like the, He was the thread of the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. Michael Cimino. <laughs> Michael Cimino. So what was that? that? was Jeff Bridges accepting Jeff- a Lifetime Achievement Award? Or yeah, Golden, Globe? Golden Globes. Yeah, at uh, the Golden Globes a couple of years ago. And it was... Just such a funny, he just kept naming people in a really funny way. And in, <laughs> Scott Cooper, just <laughs> names that you, some maybe you've heard of, some you haven't. And he's pointing around the room trying to find everybody. It's fun. Man, these booze news themes are getting real good and labor intensive. Evan had to go, go through all those names you were hearing me say were the, the booze news theme makers. So oh, he was wow. sc- scrolling through hundreds of Sloppy Boys episodes. Damn. Evan, you got to get out, man. You got to get out. <laughs> Touch grass, dude. You can't no, just. Yeah. No, no, I'm commending him. No, that's the opposite of what Tim's saying. <laughs> I know you're commending him and I'm saying, you know, no more of that for you. Get out and go to a bar. <laughs> OK, Evan, you you can retire. But to everyone else, he, this bar has been set very high. I don't think you should retire because that was really good. He should just take a week off and then next week work on some. Great. Take a week <laughs> off. Come back with your uh, the hardest, with your greatest <laughs> booze news yet. With the greatest top yourself, Evan, and you better not disappoint us. Outdo yourself in one week. Hey, Evan, wow us, <laughs> wow us, dazzle me. Um, well, well, well. It looks like I've got a little booze news today. Uh, Tim, Love Tim it. handed over the uh, editor in chief hat, and today I'm doing booze news now. You've heard of uh, an official state bird. You've heard an official state flower. Sure. Mm -hmm. This is all normal to me so far. Wisconsin could become 
The first state with an official cocktail. <laughs> That's right. A what? An official cocktail, and it will be the brandy old fashioned. Yeah, no surprise there. Uh, now, this is something, obviously, we've heard of it because we might be doing it today on the pod. But uh, it's a funny, as I'm reading this thing, I'm not exactly sure why they're doing it, just as a thing to do, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> like, why would a state, I guess, maybe to get drum up some uh, press for the state? I'm not sure. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess they're drumming up press for this drink they want to spread around or get some attention and maybe it'll be good for tourists or whatever. But it is funny to set the precedent of if other states, if we have our state bird and state flag and stuff, now they're kind of it's it's sort of putting the ball in the rest of our courts to say what are. Hey, yeah. we got this. What do you what do you got? Well, there's some countries that have national cocktails, right? Didn't we? There are. And then uh, there's some. Oh, actually, I don't know about that. I thought you had, uh, said states. No, no. Uh, uh, countries like Caipirinha is, is like. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Oh, yes. Brazil had. had yeah, you're right. Um, but Alabama and Virginia have whiskey as their state spirit. But that's not cocktail. Hmm. So any state can have their state anything. I guess so. But here's the thing. It's not uh, as I'm reading this, I don't understand it exactly, but it's like it's a resolution, not a law yet. And the resolution has to go in front of (laughs) somebody. Whatever, man. And then, yeah. (laughs) Wow. What a blast from the past that how a bill becomes a law. This is good. How does it get ratified? (laughs) I have not heard the word resolution in this sense in 30 years. And I'm like, oh, I had to write this on a quiz. (laughs) Mrs. Ellsworth taught me this. Yeah. The state pants in California are corduroys. How about that? That's just an idea I had. <laughs> no, hey, it's got to be a resolution that's got to go through to okay. the mayor. The mayor's got to sign off. <laughs> or governor, I don't know. But um, the one thing that I found interesting was Wisconsin has this, they're the dairy state. They're, they're, Cheese. State, state drink is milk. Ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> state uh, pastry is the, the crinkle or the kringle. What's that? I don't know what that hmm. is. State pastry. Pringle. And then corn's the state vegetable. (laughs) (laughs) But as I was reading this, too, they were talking about, oh, a brandy or old fashioned can be made with usually whiskey, but also a gin as well. Gin, bourbon and whiskey. I don't I don't know about gin. That's odd. But with the with the later being the most popular gin, I've never heard of such a thing. Now I'm that's rather odd. You're going to want a dark, oaky, warm fella, not a gin. Well, we're going to have to see. We're going to have to look that up uh, in a little bit and maybe do it on the pod. What would the California cocktail be? I feel like New York State cocktail should be a martini. I know there's the Manhattan, but a martini Mm -hmm. was kind of invented there and rose to prominence. And it feels very New York-y to me. And there's a lot of steaks to cut through. I'm trying to think of the whole state. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Fine. The Niagara Falls punch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Gin old fashioned. My God. Okay. What do they drink out here in Cali? Probably margarita. You guys are drinking tiki, man. You're tiki's. Yeah, we're tiki, man. I don't know. I think it's got to be something, something Tex-Mex. Popular? Or like uh, something... A Pacifico with a lime in it? Tequila-ish. Yeah. But see, that's the thing, too, with uh, with California. It's so t- it's so tall. It's such a long state. You're covering all types of people. Mike, you're talking... We know. We drove it. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm bringing it up. Because <laughs> you drove it. 
We drove the motherfucker. Uh, here's what else I'll say. I have some personal booze news. I am currently on a WhatsApp thread with a bunch of people who want to get me invested in Bitcoin. Uh, my number got... <laughs> I, I've never had this before. My number got uh, picked up by some scammer or whatever. And it's like these huge swaths of text being like talking about how to invest and why to invest in Bitcoin. And uh, I keep asking, I was like, how'd you get my number? Why am I on this? <laughs> and then no one will get back to me. But every once in a while, a quote unquote real person will chime in. And it's so funny. It's like, hi, uh, Alan. Alan's the Alan investment team or something. Hi, uh, Dr. Alan or Professor Alan. I'd like to um, know how much money I can make if I put in this amount. And he's like, I've never seen like, you know, bots, not, not bots, just like uh, plants interacting. Weird. He's probably just talking to himself. <laughs> What were you doing on WhatsApp? Is it did you do some international travel or are you, are you regularly a WhatsApper? My summer basketball team for some reason decided that we wanted to do our chain on WhatsApp. And that's where we are. Mm, interesting. It's kind of a Gen Z thing, huh? Maybe it's because you got some Samsung users users and it was thrown off the iMessage or something. Oh, uh, maybe, maybe. Um, but I don't mind it. I was that was nice to have. It was I talk. I did talk to some family members who were down in Mexico at some point. That's mm-hmm. nice on WhatsApp. So that's nice. Practical. Yeah. Are you guys slacking? You guys doing any slacks? Are you on Slack? I slack at work. Slack off at work. Yeah. That's different. That's different. Like, <laughs> God, we used to slack off at work, didn't we, Mike? Yeah. Oh, Jeff. At your old uh, uh, production assistant jobs? Yes, mm-hmm. yes. We can probably talk about it now. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I was the archive specialist. Yeah, right? sure. I managed the digital <laughs> archives. Sure. Yes. Yes. Oh my God, the skill with which you have you—that's your perfect <laughs> skill set. It's it's a, it's ultimately a librarian's degree. I'm I should have had. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Martin Scorsese would have been proud of old Hanford. The care he took archiving <laughs> oh, all this yes, footage, yes. man. Uh, you had a great skill where people would come up to you and say like, oh, Mike, uh, would you like to hurt, learn how to run the website? And you'd look them dead in the face and say, no, 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 no. <laughs> no. <laughs> they said, do I want to learn Dreamweaver and help make like build a website? And I said, this is not why I moved to L.A. So I'm going to stay where I am because I don't want any more responsibility here. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah. I want to, to just be honest and say that is so fun. Like, <laughs> I get it. And it's great because everyone gets these entry level jobs at companies. And then after a couple of years, it's kind of weird and sad. So they give you promotions. But for mm. you to just be like, oh, not me. I'm not <laughs> like I'm a PA. I'm not climbing your, your ladder to nowhere. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And hey, guess who had to learn Dreamweaver and make the website? This guy, because the guy next to him said no to everything. Well, you, but I would say I said no to a ton of stuff and then you got a job there. So they were like, oh, yeah, that's true. We got to hire somebody to do all the stuff Mike refuses to do. <laughs> but we wouldn't have pool jumpers without that job. Jeff and I snuck away and edited that thing. Oh, yeah. All day long. Because uh, at one point, the company was growing, so they, they annexed some offices across the hall. <laughs> and yeah. we said, oh, we'll go over there. Here's the thing, Tim. Out of sight, out of mind. is That's very true. We would get asked to do things all the time when we were in the field of vision. <laughs> and when you're across the hall, people stop asking you to do stuff. <laughs> so you can... You can edit in peace. We had a phone. No, nobody knew the number. And we wouldn't go on our uh, instant message apps or whatever. Uh, AOL or whatever AOL, it was. AOL, yeah, whatever it was. 
So we couldn't, nobody could message us. They could email us if they had our email, but I don't know if they did. <laughs> and some people would come by there sometime looking at like, okay, these are where the new uh, chairs are going to go. Oh, oh, you guys are over. Oh, you're over here now. Okay. That's good to know. <laughs> <laughs> like That's why we haven't been getting lunches for two weeks. <laughs> I like the idea that the way to get in touch is email and they didn't have your emails. <laughs> no, we didn't give out that information. <laughs> yeah, we, we, would, uh, we kept that private. All right, is that it for booze news? That's all the booze news I have. Wrap it up. Wrap it. Turtles. Nope. Ah. Ooh. D- Double Dragon. Contra. Close. Close. Street Fighter 2, Tim. You probably oh. remember it from your dad's pizzeria. Oh, yes, we had that there. We certainly did. You ever play Street Fighter 1? No. Is that just Ken and Ryu? I should. I played it on a, on a, I forget what console, but it was no fun. You, the characters, they couldn't punch or kick each other. <laughs> a lot of walking. Speaking of consoles, I'm, uh, I'm still, still do not own a PS5. Ah, oh. just so you know. Well, Christmas is coming, Mike. Yeah. Christmas is coming and the goose is getting fed. Maybe you ask the Patrons for a little, uh, PS5. Yeah. Hey, maybe we, uh, start up a new <laughs> Patreon level. Get the get the sloppy boys some PS5s. We get to start wish lists. Right, right, right. Like those e-girls have where, where you just click on her name and it's like, oh, what does Tim, what's Tim want? What does Tim desire? Oh, 30 ribeyes. Wow. Okay. I'll get into that. That'll make him <laughs> oh, happy. on that. <laughs> and me, 30 PS5s. <laughs> and me, 30 socks. <laughs> 15 pairs. 15 pair. There you go. 15 mm. pair. I've been starting saying pair singular. It makes it sound like a thing. Hey, 15 pair of um, testes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, shooting a, I'm shooting a porno movie. I need to have 15 pairs of testes. <laughs> I'm shooting. That's me on the phone. I'm shooting a porno movie. I need about 15 pair. I need 15 testes. God, you wouldn't believe how we run through these things. <laughs> 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 testy is funny too, not testicle. Testy, we everyone has their option. It's like you could say dolma, you could say dolmas or dolmadas. I guess you could say. <laughs> oh my testies! Oh my! Te- I got one testy and one testicle. <laughs> you hit me in the testicles, I get testy. <laughs> That's right. You know what I hate though? What? What? When guys say, "Oh, she had nice chesticles." Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The worst. Chesticle. I, I don't think I've ever heard that in real life, but it, it just does make me think of people who say wifey. Oof. Yeah. I love my wifey's chesticles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, double header. That's, that's the worst. I got to ask wifey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I remember that sketch I wrote for Comedy Bang Bang, the t- touching machine where a, a guy, a scientist invented a teleporting machine so that he could teleport his hands home to touch his wife's tits. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, it was like, you, this is amazing technology. Uh, it could be used for other things. And he's like, it can. <laughs> <laughs> and he, but there was a funny, yeah, maybe that was the funny turn of it, but it was like something even stupider. He was like, I just love my wife or something like mm-hmm. that. And then at the end, I think I reached and I touched Reggie Watts's butt. Yes, I think you're right. Well, yes, real, real high-minded satire over there yeah. on IFC. <laughs> okay, can we talk about the drink of the day? Thank you. Yes, please. This is a 
tradition, a Sloppy Boys podcast tradition. That's right. Yes. Thanksgiving weekend, the Friday of Thanksgiving weekend. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. it's a wonderful weekend because he did the big day yesterday. Now you're just kind of laying around, flopping around, watching movies, you know. Mm. And yeah. um, we, a couple years ago, did the old fashioned with bourbon. And we said, this is great. The classic. We should always have old fashioned. It, it really yeah. is good for this weekend. I think old fashioned is a great drink for thanksgiving dinner because mm-hmm. it is you know stiff and small and i don't like drinking beer with my turkey dinner and wasting too much space stiff and small mm-hmm. tim that sort of reminds me of uh, the time you and i took a shower uh together <laughs> <laughs> shower no but tim we also said we said we should do this every year and then but wait same drink every year that's a little weird yeah, you can't do that. Different different variations. Is variations what we said. on a tradition. That's nice. <laughs> it's nice to have some tradition. There's no Thanksgiving traditions, you know. It's nice to have one. Um, <laughs> then the following year, last year, we did the brandy old fashioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, go back and listen to that episode as the precursor to this one, because if you haven't heard it, this is a drink. It comes from Wisconsin. There is this whole tradition of Wisconsin supper clubs. And they are these big old family steakhouse type restaurants with a big bar. And and Mm -hmm. there's like the relish platter and there's the dessert dessert (laughs) and the dessert. And you've been. Yes. Yes. So after we did, we did the, uh, that drink and and, uh, the brandy old fashioned sweet. And I had only heard of these supper clubs and watched some YouTube videos. And there's like multiple, like there's a travel show and there's a, there's a PBS show all about Wisconsin supper clubs. And I recommend it as a long holiday weekend watch. Um, And I eventually, I had watched these videos and then some slop heads from Wisconsin had told us about the Wisconsin supper clubs. But then last June, me and our friend Ben went to Milwaukee and I finally ate at one and it was a lovely experience. And and we recapped that whole experience at some point back in like June or so. And mm-hmm. the a crucial part of it was that I had a brandy old fashioned sweet, but really that's, it's a old fashioned that is made with brandy instead of whiskey, but then they top it with, with seven up. Cause when you, mm-hmm. when you order a brandy old fashioned, they say sweet or sour. And the more popular one is sweet. So I said sweet. And I think I told you guys this part. It was crazy. They, the guy built my drink and then topped it with the seven up and then dumped it into a shaker and shook it. I've never seen soda get shaken before. (laughs) Seemed like a, a physics was a little flawed, but the drink was delightful. And these Wisconsin old fashions, I love the way they look. They're, they're not like, you go to a craft cocktail bar and you get an old fashioned and, and it's very elegant and it has a small amount of liquor and it has a fancy Luxardo cherry. These ones are more like the old fashions that you see uh, Rick Dalton or Don Draper drinking where it's like it's got a lot. It's, it's not one big cube. It's like just a, a little cup full of ice and mashed up oranges and cherries yeah. mm-hmm. muddled and it's topped and it just looks it's a little more. Uh, approachable, approachable. There you go. It looks Ooh. like a, just like a fun, uh, fun like drink from the fifties or something. And the and the cherry is not a Luxardo. It's like a cartoon red, yeah, food coloring cherry. Exactly, like the red one that you put in a uh, when you make a ice cream sundae at home. Yeah, when you put that little cherry on top. Mm-hmm. 
Now, Tim, when you go to a supper club, my impression is that you have a huge family and you stay all day. Yeah. Does that sound about right? Well, you could be or you could be me and you could just go with your one forty-five year old friend and you you, you sit and you have 45 minutes, 45 year old. <laughs> You're in and out for in, five seconds. No. Yeah, it is that it's it's it, you make a night of it. I think you go, you kind of go after work and you, you start at the bar, you place your food order at the bar, but then they seat you. I like that. That's cool. You're drinking your drink. And then they yeah. say your table's ready. You place your drinks on the server's uh, tray. She walks uh. you to your table. The table's set and there's already food on it. Like your salad is already served, you know? That's cool. I like that. It's fantastic. And then the other thing I told you guys about was they had their desserts are like, they have these dessert drinks that are like big ice cream sundaes that are grasshoppers and brandy Alexanders and stuff like that. And just, yeah, amazing steaks, big, heavy slabs of meat and stuff like that. But when I went there, I had the brandy old fashioned sweet and we talked about it, but we've always been talking about, well, what about the other one? The brandy old fashioned sour, where instead of topping it with your seven up, you, (laughs) (laughs) you put a splash of sour mix to uh, up to the top. And these are for, I've also heard people, you can use like squirt. Uh, or, or different like sour sodas. You ever have half and half? It's like well, a soda you'll see ooh, in a liquor store uh, that's that's like basically just a very like lemon limey soda without as much sugar in it. Interesting. Wait, I still have some of that grapefruit soda from some drink we did. Ooh, grapefruit Could be soda. around too. Very well could be around too. Could be around too. But come on, let's, I like the idea of sour mix because it's so, that seems insane to me to throw yeah. that in an old fashioned. No, it's not, it's not insane. Well, I love a whiskey sour. That's the yeah. I'm ordering at a bar. I'm in the mood for a whiskey drink, and I'm choosing between a whiskey sour and an old-fashioned. So maybe this is the best of both worlds, or maybe Ooh. this is garbage for the toilet. <laughs> last, last Thanksgiving, we did which old-fashioned? Just the brandy old-fashioned? Brandy, brandy old-fashioned old fashioned sweet. sweet. And now this is the brandy old-fashioned sour. Gotcha. And let's that drink is very sweet because brandy is already sweeter than whiskey, right? Like their thing is that... In the Midwest, brandy uh, is a spirit that's made from grapes. It's sort of a wine-esque, I guess, but it's like a it's a distilled spirit from grapes. So it is a little bit sweeter. So when you add the sweet stuff to it, you're really in for a sweet treat. So maybe the sour version hmm. will be perfectly balanced. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so what we're doing, I couldn't find like the perfect, this is not an IBA drink. This is a local Wisconsin drink. But um, I just took our liquor.com recipe that we used last year for the brandy old fashioned sweet, and we're yeah. going to swap and make it sour. We're going to do the sour mix instead of the seven up. So here mm-hmm. is the recipe from liquor.com that we're using three dashes Angostura bitters, mm-hmm. two orange slices, two brandied or maraschino cherries. I'm going maraschino, mm-hmm. one sugar cube. Two ounces brandy, sour mix to top, garnish with a brandied or maraschino cherry, garnish, orange slice. And here's the steps. Add the bitters, orange slices, cherries, sugar cube to an old fashioned glass and muddle to combine. Whoa. Okay. So that's what's happening here. You folks, you're, you're mashing up cherries. You're mashing up orange in the drink. Right. We saw Don Draper do this. Now, what do you orange slices? How big are you making an orange slice? 
Soccer practice or smaller? No, that would be a wedge. Let's say a slice, but like the, the like the half circle, not the whole circle. Gotcha, gotcha. And add ice to fill the glass, then add the brandy. Wow. Top with sour mix, stir to chill. Garnish with a skewered cherry and an orange slice. Okay. Hmm. I like that. I like building something right in the glass. I like not shaking. Uh, when I was at the Wisconsin Supper Club that I went to, I saw the guy shook, but it seemed unnecessary, so I'm not going to shake. All right. Cool. You want to try it out? Uh, yeah, yeah, I just want to curious. Do you guys have sweet and sour mix? Uh, what, what do oh. you got? Tim, I've been juicing limes and lemons all day. Beautiful. I made so you, it. You Googled it and you found a recipe? Uh, it's basically half simple syrup and then half citrus juice and i did for the citrus juice half lemon half lime nice beautiful i have store-bought stuff i got zing zang but yeah anybody if you want to make your own it's just yeah citrus sugar and water yes how about you mike what you got i got uh lime juice but i'll add i'll mix that with the uh, simple syrup great great all right folks we're gonna go make these drinks we'll be right back here after these messages Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The Sloppy Boys is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey folks, Mike Hanford from The Sloppy Boys here, and I wanted to ask you, do you ever have this feeling like you got to get something off your chest? You know, you're walking around with something and you get, I just got to tell someone this. I just got to fix this thing. It happens to us all. We all carry around these different stressors, big and small. That's just how it is. But when we keep bottling it up, it can start to affect us negatively and that's not good. But therapy is here to help. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work on whatever's weighing you down. Now look, you know me, I've been to therapy, I'm the therapy guy, I love it. And I gotta say, it does help when you go in there and talk to the therapist and say, you know what, my two co-hosts piss me off on a daily basis, I've got, it's weighing me down, what am I gonna do? That of course is a joke example, but you get what I'm saying. 
You can tell a therapist what you're feeling and they'll help you learn positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself and it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. Now listen to this. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. That's right, you. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. That's pretty good. So folks, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash SloppyBoys today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash SloppyBoys. Go in there, talk to somebody, get it off your chest, have a great time. with the brandy old-fashioned sour and it looks good oh yeah look at that huh you guys your guys are darker than mine yeah i i had a blood orange and i i didn't Uh have the cartoon cherry so i had to go luxardo this thing cost me three Uh luxardos tim jeff i also (laughs) had a blood orange i wonder if we went to the same table at albertson's (laughs) and thought the regular oranges were we did we did This brand is called Dracula Blood Oranges. It's funny. <laughs> now, normally in life, I feel like a blood orange would be like, oh, you made it fancy. But I didn't want a fancy drink. I wanted a like a Wisconsin Supper Club classic. This The look and color of this thing feels so uh, 70s-ish, yeah. maybe? I don't know. Yeah. Tim, yours looks pretty classic, too, though. I Here's what I did. I remembered at the Supper Clubs, my glass was on the smaller side. And then I remembered that a lot mm. of times the, the the rocks glasses we use, old-fashioned glasses, are actually double old-fashioned glasses. So mm. I remembered I have this Crown Royal glass that I believe is it's smaller. And this might be what you would call a single old-fashioned glass. When I was Uh-oh. topping up with the sour mix at the end, I only got about like an ounce and a half of sour mix up top. So if you have a bigger glass, you might. That's pretty good. Oh, okay. Um, I did use a bigger glass and I I measured it just to make sure because I wanted to know what top up really meant. And it was an ounce and a half, a little bit more, maybe even two. Well, it looks like you have a bigger glass, but you were able to fit more ice in there. So we're. we're, I went ice crazy because I was worried about too much sour. And it's funny that this is the sour one because it still has a lot of like muddled fruit and a sugar cube. Yeah. It's, it's a it lot. smells really good. Oh, yeah? You're swayed by the smell to maybe take a taste? Yeah, I'm getting swayed. I'm getting swayed. Here we go. <laughs> Sips. Sips. Let's get in there. Ooh. Oh, the happy days are here again, baby. Oh, that's got a nice little tart to it. Mmm. Tartuffe. I could see myself having done this for many years in the past. <laughs> if you had known about it earlier. And continue and reminding of me of it today. <laughs> in the future. Now, Mike, you mentioned Tartuffe. <laughs> <laughs> I said it's very... <laughs> well, you, 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 you missed my first point, which was it's tart. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So then, then of course, my, I, my brain said, well, you know another word that sounds like that, and it's got a little bit of a flourish on it. Tartuffe, say it. Just say it. No one's going to hear it, and no one's going to call you out on it. I think that that could be a nice new Thanksgiving tradition. You take a sip of a cocktail, and you announce to your family, Tartuffe! <laughs> <laughs> ah, Tartuffe! 
The reason they have you read Tartuffe in school is is a, is an example of a Deus Ex Machina. It's oh uh, yeah. It's it's in, in that play. It's like you you learn that this device is like kind of a bad thing where you're like mm-hmm. a story is happening and then out of nowhere like the conclusion comes out of nowhere and I don't remember the conflict in Tartuffe but I know there's like a family in a house eating dinner or something and then just like a guy walks in and is like all the problems are solved and you're like <laughs> <laughs> you're like thank you <laughs> is it also like an example of a farce play where everyone's kind of leaves the room and that the guy who's about yeah. to get married is really having an affair with this person, but she's also having a, yeah. Yeah. Like a door to door, but, but I don't know. Is it a comedy? Uh, I thought it, so. You know, I'm going to check it out. Tartuffe. Well, I love that type of shit. I've never heard of Tartuffe. This is weird to me. Tartuffe is? Tartuffe? Yeah. <laughs> never heard of it. <laughs> Tartuffe or the imposter or the hypocrite first performed in 1664. That's why you don't like yeah, it, Jeff. You like, I knew it as the hypocrite. Keep going. <laughs> oh, the characters of Tartuffe. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to read through this now, but uh, yes, uh, Tartuffe. Tartuffe to you too, to you both. Thanks. Many Tartuffes, but it is very funny that, yeah, it's like, oh no, what will happen? And then like the king's guard walks in and is just like, all is settled. <laughs> and it's all over. <laughs> Okay, enough tartuta. Let's talk about the brandy old-fashioned sour for once. I wonder if I'm mixing up that play with the importance of being earnest, and that's a farce, I believe. Well, that's Sir Oscar Wilde. That's wild. Wild to the bone. Wild thing. (laughs) Oh, that maraschino cherry. I got a big... I wanted red ones, but Mm -hmm. I didn't want the little ones in the ice cream sundae section. In the... In the liquor section at Albertsons, they had big, fat, red cherries. They're so good. Big boys. Oh, yeah, you guys. I thought you had a tomato in there, Tim. Yeah, are they filthies? Yeah, they are filthies. I got so much cherry juice on my fucking phone here. God, that is good. It's I feel like I'm drinking Hawaiian punch, though. Yeah. See, mine's mine's pretty tart. Maybe I didn't make my... um, Maybe I didn't make my sour mix right. Mine is... is, uh, it, it is, it's just funny that this drink would be called the brandy old fashioned sour because it is a <laughs> extremely sweet drink. But when I think about it in comparison to the other one, I guess it's sour, but you're right, Jay. I mean, if not for the Angostura bitters and the brandy, this is just such a, such a rum punch we're drinking. So if you made this thing with rum, you'd be ooh, on the island. Ooh, would you, Tim? A rum old fashioned. That sounds pretty good. And we've never done rum punch. There's a Caribbean drink. We did planter's punch. Is, is that on the IBA? No. Damn. Well, we got to see if we can get it on there. But the book, the novel that Jackie Brown was based on is called Rum Punch. Hmm. I watched that movie, Jackie Brown. Yeah, I think I was with you guys. I was thinking the Rum Diaries. Um, I just watched Jackie Brown and I loved it. It is very good. Um, coffee. C-O-F-F-Y. Is a Pam Greer movie, and uh, Tarantino named the Vista Coffee Shop Coffee, mm. with a Y. Okay, it's open, Mike. That's the news. What the Vista? Oh, the Vistas are back open. Yes. Oh, the coffee shop next to. I see what you're saying. I thought you were talking about the uh, Los Feliz Three. Okay. No, no. Tarantino reopened the Vista. We're back. You want you wanted a bigger reaction from Mike. I was getting nothing off this guy. <laughs> well, I have been asking about it. 
All this Tartuffe talk, no one's talking Vista. I came at it from a weird angle. Mike, go ahead. Somebody somebody posted, uh, uh, tagged me in something on Instagram that was saying, Deadpool 3 got pushed. Oh, I can't, oh, Mike, I can't imagine how you feel. God, when I saw that, I was like, I, I had to leave work early. <laughs> yeah, everybody's checking on you. How you holding up, Mike? Uh, uh, Mr. Fallon, Mr. Fallon, can I miss? <laughs> How come? Miss? Oh, you, oh, wait. Uh, Jimmy, you heard about uh, the uh, the Deadpool 3 uh, stuff. Oh, let him go. Let him go. Mr. Fallon, I need to miss. <laughs> I need to miss. <laughs> next. <laughs> that was that was uh, like in gym class, right? You would say. <laughs> uh, next week, or not even gym class, like a sport. Just, just anything. CYO basketball. I have to miss. <laughs> uh, coach, I have to miss. <laughs> huh? I love missing. Yeah, me too. Man, you mean to tell me there's a lemon, a lime, an orange, a cherry, and I added a sugar cube to this? Seriously, man. Um, I bet there's some little crunchy sugars down at the bottom, but... No spoilers. I really... This is fucking delicious. It's a sweet treat, but I'm... I used Zing Zang brand sweet and sour mix, and when I tasted it was not very sour. It kind of just tasted like a good lemonade, mm. and... um. I got to say my drink is uh, I'm not getting a ton of bitters and I'm really not getting a ton of brandy. I'm just having a delicious rum punch. I put rum in it. I tried to get sour mix and I, I just saw margarita mix everywhere. <clears throat> That's no good. Salty. What's the difference? I mean, probably very, very, very similar. Margarita shouldn't be made with mix. You know what I'm saying? It's like uh, tequila, triple sec, lime. So what do they, why, why all the margarita mix, everybody? It, does the mix have alcohol in it? No. Oh, okay. So it's maybe be. just trying to replicate everything but the alcohol's taste, maybe. Yeah, perhaps. But then, but then the triple sec has stuff in it. Hmm, I don't yeah. like that either. Hmm. Now, I feel like this this is a beautiful, especially with the cherry and orange garnish. If you got the family around for the holiday, walking out with a tray of these, you're going to knock some socks off and everyone would love this. I And I think it's perfect for those purposes. Drinking it right now, picturing a Wisconsin Supper Club, I don't know that it's getting me in the mood to eat a big giant steak. Uh, you know, it's a little bit of a sweet... Tim, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. let's be honest, it doesn't take much. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would refuse the most delicious <laughs> steak. This is not a shing thing, you know what I mean? I want a shing yeah, thing. A- okay, I see what you mean. If you had a steak in your stomach and this thing met up with it, it would be thud. thud. <laughs> flap. It would Food. flap up against it and ooze off of it. Oh, here it comes. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, and then the steak gets mad. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Ooh, Jeff. Ooh, Jeff, you, you just went wild for a second. Zencaster shut down and then you bounced out to your to your room mic. <laughs> but now you're back, I think. What were we talking about? We were talking about a thud, the the steak thudding. Yeah. Uh yeah. just the idea of the steak getting angry was very funny to me. <laughs> Yeah. Well, time yeah. for a page turn moment, a new chat. Well, here's a page. Turn. So uh, if the audience might be able to tell right now, we had a little audio flub and now we're back. But this, I had an audio flub the other day. I'm listening to uh, my headphones. Yeah. You know, my my wired headphones into my phone, my earbuds. And I've been so like dried out and staticky. I take off a, you know, fleece and it's just like, 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I did or what I touched, but all of a sudden I felt like a zap in my headphones and it felt like a, a, a charge met in the center of my brain. <laughs> when, <laughs> yeah, went went between the headphones. <laughs> like I was like, oh! <laughs> and I'm like, I like, whoa, I like pulled them out of my head. And I was just like, oh man, that kind of feel felt very strange. You got electrocuted, man, off those buds. Yeah, right in that brain. <laughs> I heard, I, I had an audio flub the other day. I was uh, yeah. at a coffee shop talking to a beautiful woman. And then I heard, I heard an audio flub. <laughs> I said, oh. I hope you excused yourself. That came from my fucking ass. Nasty. Wait, it was you. It was you or her? It was me. <laughs> it was you. It was me, if you can believe it. <laughs> I turned around back. I looked down by my ass. Nasty. <laughs> Just speaking of audio flubs. I was like, did you hear that? <laughs> did you hear that? Awful. That came that came from around <laughs> and down. That came from me. You hear that audio flub? There's also some type of um, solid mass flub going on back there, too. There's a solid mass flub floating around, too. Can you believe that shit? (laughs) Casually swearing to uh, a girl you're on a date with. Can you believe that shit? (laughs) I shit my pants. I can't believe, can you believe that shit? <laughs> Doug Benson used to have a funny joke that was, uh, he's like, I was taking a, uh, a shit, or he's, I was on, sitting on the toilet the other day for over two hours. I was like, I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> 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 or, I'm getting too old for this shit. That's funny. Very good, very good. What are you guys, uh, it's a long holiday weekend. Yesterday was Turkey Day. What do you guys, how do you guys tend to roll out the rest of this weekend is it uh are there any traditions that you have or do you play a bit by ear because i remember a couple years ago it was fucking the beatles documentary get back had dropped oh, and that was that just i i had i watched that by like first i watched it here and then when i was home for christmas i watched it with a family again that's how good of a boring put it on and forget about a type of watch it was yeah yeah mm-hmm I'm due to watch that again. I'm, I'm due to put that on and just have it on. Uh, I freaking... No, I don't have a tradition or anything, but it is like a couple days of the... Like, the rest of this weekend is one of those things where you just kind of are lazing about and you sure. say to yourself, I'm going to be the little piggy for the next couple days. Oink, oink. Yeah. Pay pig? <laughs> no, no, I don't have the cash for that. All right. <laughs> You can't afford to subscribe to your own Patreon. Not for that money. <laughs> uh, but no, I sort of, I do sort of revel in the uh, the coziness of the weekend. Sure. Well, I've been keeping it cozy like crazy over here these these days. Thursday is the big feast day. Friday, you catch up on all your podcasts like the Sloppy Boys. Mm-hmm. Saturdays are for the boys. Right. That's one thing. Ooh. And then Sunday, hmm. church. Oh, <laughs> I'm getting to the bottom of this thing. And it's uh, there's a lot of sweet sweetness on the bottom. A lot of a lot of the sugar rested down there. You can see it. Yeah. Ooh, mm. that reminds me when I was a kid, I went to uh, I went to friendlies with my mom and my grandma. 
I got so, I got something. You know, the, at Friendly's they would have the the upside down cone like guy. Yeah, it was it, like M M&M and M eyeballs. Yeah, right? yeah, it was like a a milkshake or something or a, a Sunday. And the waitress said, "Oh, and uh, for you, there's a little surprise at the bottom." I said, "Okay, there's going to be a toy down there, some type of little plastic figurine I'm picturing." Sure. I eat, eat, eat. I don't even enjoy the thing because I'm trying to get to the toy. I was so toy crazy back then. (laughs) (laughs) Addicted to toys. Just the idea of toys. I eat, eat, eat. I get to the bottom and I get to these these, uh, Reese's pieces and I'm eating those. Yeah. 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 And I'm like looking at my mom. I was like, I don't know what where the thing is do we have to go tell her that i'm done and then then she gives it to me because i I was like oh it's probably that because they don't want the toy to get sticky okay so i'll finish this and she (laughs) she was like my mom was like no no the reese's are the surprise i was like i had reese's on the top of this fucking thing (laughs) (laughs) it's not a surprise i don't care about this it's more of a you know introduction it's not a surprise yeah yeah it's not the fucking Deus Ex Machina <laughs> up in here. This is no Tartuffe, Mom. My grandparents got me a, a cheapy little thing of bubbles from like the grocery store. Uh-huh. You know, like you blow bubbles and it's got a little plastic tank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's and on it it said magic wand inside. Oh, oh, and I thought. Oh my God, there's a fucking magic wand in this bubble thing. Why isn't everyone buying these? And so I reached my little crook finger in there and I pulled out the little, I pulled out the plastic thing, which was you blow the bubbles. I said, get that out of here and find this, gotta find this wand. Once I find the magic wand, I won't need something like that. I'll be, I won't need any of you. (laughs) Any of you. (laughs) And I sat there and I, I explained my. My thought, my thought process to my parents, and they're like, "Yeah, okay, whatever." It's like, it's like, no, I gotta find this magic wand. And then I'm out of here. I don't need any of you. I got my hand all covered in bubble solution, and my dad finally broke it to me. Now the magic wand is what they call the little plastic ring that you blow the bubbles through. Did you just like uh, grit your teeth? You're like, I like, hate uh, you. <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> I want to go home. <laughs> I one time was given a, a <laughs> gift of a uh, a uh, camouflaged pencil mm. at a birthday party or something. And on the way home, my, my brother told me, he's like, oh, yeah, that's a or no. My brother's friend was like, oh, yeah, that's a camouflage. You bring that into the woods and it disappears. And I was like, OK, so I went, <laughs> we got home. Mm-hmm. I got right out of the car and went right into this like. Big overhanging tree that had like bushes around it. And you can kind of, you know, get in into the woods a little bit with it. Yeah. And I brought it in, looked at the pencil, thinking it was going to vanish before my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and I, then I was like, okay. And I like held it deeper and deeper into the bush. And I was like, oh, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't know I was like how I got tricked. I mean, he wasn't trying yeah. to trick me. But I don't know how I was fooled, but I was like, this isn't working for some well, reason. Mike, <laughs> we were both young men given to flights of That's right. fantasy. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> And I'll tell you, it still happened to me. I ordered a Dyson vacuum cleaner and the thing said it's here and someone stole it from me, I think. 
<laughs> you ordered a Dyson and it got stolen? I found I found a very low priced Dyson. Maybe this is why I'm getting scammed here. Maybe it was never sent to me. <laughs> but it, it said it was delivered today and I got home from work and it was not in the lobby of my building. Damn, a Dyson is good. Yeah. You know what I saw just today? A pair of headphones. Dyson headphones. Mm. And they had an extra plastic thing. These are $800 headphones. Yeah. And it looked like a chin strap. Mm. You know? Mm. It, was, it looked like a Mega Man helmet or something. Oh. They called it a visor. It wasn't a visor. It was an air purifier that looped around your chin. Oh, I've heard it, of this. And it gave you like fresh air in your nose and mouth. Yeah. So it's like it's like a it's like a mask. But on a pair of seven hundred dollar headphones. That's uh, does it cover your mouth or just blows the nice well, air? Only like kind of, sort of, like up to your nose. Weird. Hmm. Sounds like my CPAP machine. You're off that, right? I bailed on. It. I still have it. My health insurance company like paid nine hundred dollars for it, and I just sort of gave it one month of, you know. I, I said, if you can win me, you know, I have this for anything in life. I'll give you one month. You have something you're trying to pitch me on. You, you have some new idea for me. One month to win me over. Uh, uh-huh. New investment mm-hmm. opportunity. You put me on a crypto WhatsApp <laughs> group chat. <laughs> sure. Once yeah. they tell me why I'm there, how I'm there, I'm all ears, but I'm not listening until I know why. Well, Tim, you don't need it because you solved it on the road. I know. It just sort of uh, when uh, when we played the Hopscotch Music Festival in Raleigh, North Carolina, I, all I had to do was four things: an, <laughs> a, an anti-snore nose clip, an anti-snore yes. mouth guard, an anti-snore nasal spray, an anti-snore <laughs> throat spray, and I, I still snored a little bit, right? But in like within reason. Yeah, yeah everyone snores a little. Like bit. a normal guy. You made a peep. <laughs> but the CPAP machine was more than just like getting you to stop snoring. It was like to get air into you. Your well, here's lungs. that's what was weird was I eventually got the results back from my sleep lab and they said that my oxygen levels were fine. So that's what mm-hmm. made me think it was kind of weird was like the whole uh, worry with sleep apnea is like, I'm not getting yeah. enough oxygen. But they yeah. were like, no, you're getting enough oxygen. So then I was like. Well, then you fuck off, you quack. Am I getting enough oxygen? I am pretty dumb. <laughs> I haven't had a thought in a while. <laughs> I take a deep breath. The square root of it. <laughs> I bailed on that, not because I didn't know the uh, formula. I do. But because I think that's a Simpsons joke. Ah, what? In it's, it's the Pythagorean theorem, I think. Isn't that in The Wizard of Oz... The scarecrow yes. gets a brain and then he says the Pythagorean theorem wrong, I believe. Oh, maybe that's the joke because <laughs> Homer says it and he's like, he's talking about it like a, an obtuse triangle. And then somebody next to him, he's like, it's a isosceles triangle, you idiot. Mm. Oh, that's funny. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what type of jokes they're doing these days over the Simpsons. They're all, those are Harvard guys. They're probably, yeah, they're doing the math correct. Yeah, those are Hartford guys. Yeah. I am going to try. Jeff, do you want to lead us into what were second rounds? Because you can say people people know by now. Okay, okay. I didn't I didn't know if I need to wait for you for the go ahead for your permission. Round two. What are you what are you doing? I'm going to try that grapefruit soda I got. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think that's going to bring you back towards sweet territory. Yeah, probably. That's okay. Probably. 
Better than you just making a martini because you want one. Yeah. <laughs> Better than just yeah. uh, living the life I want with really no consequences because what's going to happen if I just make the martini? You can't just live your life with no consequences. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, instead of just, you know, valuing the, the time that I have here on Earth by living my best life, or should I? No, stick to the script. You going to fire me from the pod, Jeff? What, you two are going to talk about cocktails? The, the the world doesn't work if everybody just does what they want. Who would pave the roads and take out the trash? And people who want to <laughs> pave the road. Some people like that. Road pavers. <laughs> Nobody wants to pave the roads. <laughs> That's why it's a job. I'd love to pave the road. Pave right over you, dude. You know what? Hey, here's a little bit of trivia for you. The, uh, the uh, movie Taxi Driver. We all know that movie. Gritty. Yes. Gritty mm-hmm. New York. Hot, sticky New York City. Now, you, when you say gritty, you don't mean the Philadelphia Flyers mascot. No, if I was talking about a Philadelphia movie that he was in, I'd be like, it's a gritty-ass movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, no, that movie was shot during a garbage strike here in New York. And that's Whoa. why you see big piles of garbage and like, you know, you can almost smell cool. it on the screen. Damn, of all the unions to go on strike, imagine that, uh, the waste management. They should do it again. Sanitation. Those don't last long because it's very quick before especially in big cities where people are like, okay, give them what they want. This is disgusting. Nasty. Mm. Nasty stuff. Tim, any tweaks? Boy, I'm at a loss for what to do for uh, round two. I really like this drink, but I also, it's, I didn't eat dinner. It really smacked me really hard. And I, and I me feel, too. Me too. <laughs> yeah. And normally that's fun, but I feel like last week on the podcast, I got, kind of too drunk and I was talking too much about pickles. Remember when I got a pickle jar and I was kind of went on a whole pickle thing. I don't want to have, make it a habit where I'm drunk on the podcast all the time. So I was gonna be like, Oh, maybe I was going to use my Zing Zang sour mix and make a whiskey sour. Uh But uh, I can't think of a tweak. This drink is uh, perfect. I mean, it's sweet. Yeah. But I, I, there's nothing I want to dial back. I don't know. Maybe I, I guess I'll just do the same thing all over again and just not finish it because I don't want to be too drunk. Maybe try a, a different charity of Luxardo's there. Yeah, but I really love these red ones. I'm going to just hey. do it all over again and just get drunk. And if, if you want to hear me drunk, you have to subscribe to the Patreon and hear our episode about memos Ooh. and demos because I will be entering all lit up. This is going to be, this is a good, this is a, this is a good Patreon too. We're playing our voice memos uh, to ourselves about jokes and songs and playing demos of primitive songs. Yeah. It's going to be a very vulnerable moment for your hosts. Do people like that in podcasts? Do they want like human open people opening themselves up and being vulnerable, even though they're podcast stars? Do they want to look at Mm. their icons and see them that they're flawed just like them? No, they prefer like, what is up? (laughs) (laughs) i'll stick to the script (laughs) no wait wait well i'm I'm gonna make a little tweak maybe it's just because i had a great mai tai at trader vix yesterday i'm gonna do the same fucking thing with a little appleton estate rum whoa okay he's switching up the spirits can you imagine I, i cannot all right i think i might have stumbled into a nice little tiki Folks, we're going to make the second round. And when we come back, final slips. Slurp, slurp. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Now we're back with round two of uh, Brandy Old Fashioned Sours. Yes, yes. All right, here's a little taste with yeah. the grapefruit instead of the or uh, the sour mix. Ooh, ooh! Mm, I don't, I don't like that. I don't like that very much. Yeah, you were you cringe, you cringed a little bit there, Michael. Yeah, I don't like that much at all. I wonder if the grapefruit sodas not good anymore. Like we we did that drink a while ago, and I haven't touched that stuff. Paloma? That was like three years ago. <laughs> Hmm. Um, is it still hmm. bubbly or is it flat? Yeah, it was bubbly. It really shot up. I, I think I'll get used to this drink. I think I'll get used to it. Something tells me after a few sips, it'll be just yeah. fine. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be just fine. Um, I did the same recipe all over again by the book, but I used a bigger double rocks glass and it doesn't look too small in here. Uh, still only an ounce and a half of sour mix. I didn't feel like putting more because I didn't need more, but, uh, Delicious. Nice. nice. I'm going to try my rum version. Normally I use Appleton and it's like uh, with another rum, you know, because you're mixing rums. Yeah, yeah, tiki stuff. A lot of tiki. I, I didn't do that this time, but here we go. Ooh, it's good. Ooh, he's got a <laughs> sly grin. Ooh, he <laughs> likes Ooh, that. This is real good. Hey, can't blame him for liking his own drink. This guy just went out to uh, Wisconsin Island. <laughs> now, Tim, would you normally find uh, Angostura in a tiki? Oh, I forgot Angostura, BRB. Uh, it, it happens. Uh, Don Beach uh, has done it. But yeah, I don't associate it with tiki, but for sure. Yes, it, it, it does. It does happen. I guess as a balancing agent, as a balancing thing, just because it's so sweet. Right. It yeah. can't be bad. Can't be a misstep. Maybe there's something else you could do in place of it. A little uh, a nutmeg, a little uh, Don's mix Clove. number two. I don't know. Yeah. We figured out what Don's two was. 
Oh, yeah. Wasn't it like, it was like cinnamon and grapefruit or something like that? How did we find out? Was that, I didn't say it on Booze News. Is that it's something that recently That's one that I think came out. Back when we made the zombie, it was like Dawn's Mix 2. And then people said, oh, Dawn's Mix 2 is like grapefruit and cinnamon. I, that's that's what we used was grapefruit and cinnamon, yeah. The, the bitters, much better. Bitters make better. Bitters make it better. Ooh, the bitters are better. All right, final thoughts, Michael? That's an OA. No, not this version. This isn't great. But the uh, original one we did today, that's an order again. And that, that's, the, I mean, you know, like sometimes I'm like, eh, once for the night, I would order like two in a row of these. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, the sugar bombs do quite well over here yeah. on the Sloppy Boys LLC. Oh, yeah. Um, I would order this again and again. We like a candy. Is it a Stone Cold classic? <sighs> ah, geez. It, it is. It does taste like... Um, Fruit punch. I mean, the old fashioned was already a Stone Cold classic, I think. Yes. Right. But this this tastes like, um, you know, juicy fruit, the gum. This kind of tastes like juicy fruit. Oh, yeah. I mean, it as a compliment. Mm, I didn't get that. Oh, that would right. be good, Jeff, too. You should. Oh. Do, do like a like a uh, extraction. What do I got to do now? An infusion <laughs> or a, or, you know, how they do like a fat wash or something. What if you. Mm. Gum wash. No, Jeff, here, here it is. This is the Sloppy Boys cocktail. Get a bottle of white rum, just like the white Bacardi. Put a bunch of pieces of juicy fruit in it. Let it sit for a year. Then you got <sighs> juicy fruit rum. Everyone loves juicy Whoa. fruit. Oh, yeah. The taste, the taste, the taste is going to chew you. <laughs> chew ya. The taste is going to chew me. Chew me? I didn't do anything. <laughs> I would love to know the history of how they came up with the taste because juicy fruit, you know, much like this very cocktail, it's a Wisconsin uh, uh, fruity thing. Wrigley gum is Chicago based, right? Because Wrigley owned Mm -hmm. the Cubs. So Mm -hmm. uh, in Wrigley Field and all that. So I I would love to hear about the flavorists in the 50s or whatever working on juicy fruit gum and how they came up with that taste. If only we had a gum podcast. Also, my first time working with actual sugar cubes. Every other time they've um, required a sugar cube on the show, I faked it. What? Mm -hmm. Just hearing about it now? I would take salt and kind of try and pack it together. (laughs) No, it doesn't work. (laughs) Sugar or salt? (laughs) (laughs) Salt, salt, rock salt. No, no, but like, you know, sometimes you see the flaming lime in a tiki drink. You need a cube for that. You need the constitution yes. of the cube. Yes, you can't yes. just use a little bit of sugar. Like, oh, it's just sugar. No, it'll turn into a little swamp. Mm. You need the cube for structure. Mm. I will say the second one is hitting me. The first yeah. one. <laughs> You're probably just feeling the first. The second one just doubled up on the first. Ooh. Maybe, but slow. The second one's coming behind it. <laughs> Pushing him along. <laughs> Tim, did you get final thoughts? No, it's an order again. It's a stone cold classic. I love it. Make a tray of them for your family. Walk out of the kitchen. I've been slaving away. <laughs> and get Drink a lot of them. Get tanked on them. I don't care about... There's a lot of sugar, a lot of calories, but you only live once. And here's what I'll say. I like both variations of Wisconsin brandy old fashions better than the original whiskey old fashioned. <gasps> I like a big Ooh. sugary. I, I don't want, I don't want to go into a fancy bar and have one big cube and a tiny bit of bourbon. 
I want to have a cup full of ice, red cherries, slurping down the sweet drink and getting drunk and barfing on my shoes. Okay. You know, Tim, you're right. It's good for the family. Make a whole bunch of them. Your little son can come up and say, Dad, can I have the cherry? Here you go, you little piece of shit. <laughs> oh, I've acquired a taste for that now. Yeah. Hey, kid, take the cherry. And what? you know what? Have a si- to Finish the whole drink while you're at it. Bottle yeah. of brandy's in the kitchen. Help yourself. Hey, you go drive your mom and all your little cousins around. <laughs> what the hell? No way, Dad. Just around. No way. No particular destination. <laughs> drive them around. What? Drive around till, till uh, just, hey, Dad, enough. You've had enough brandies tonight. Yeah, go drive around till the game's over. <laughs> ah, Dad in the game. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. Yesterday, I'm ta- trying to talk to my dad. Uh, yeah, Mike, that sounds great. Uh, ooh, pass the ball, you knucklehead. I said, I'm not even holding the ball. Oh, he's watching the oh, game. He's talking to the, he's talking to the athlete on the screen. He's, yeah, he's talking to his friends on the screen. And I hear there's a new trailer for the Marvels. Oh, great. A new one, Dad, for a uh, a movie that came out uh, two weeks. It's been ago. out for like two weeks. Oh, <laughs> cool, Dad. That's our show. Follow us on social media at the Sloppy Boys, where we release these recipes ahead of time. And if you can't get enough boys, go to Patreon.com/slash The Sloppy Boys. Plunk down the five and get double the content, double the pleasure. How about that? This week we're talking about memos and demos, dipping into our own personal archives. That rocks. Goodbye, folks. Have a great Thanksgiving weekend. It's not too soon to start thinking about Christmas. Get on over to thesloppyboys.com. Get your friends and family, uh, lovers and well-wishers, a nice Sloppy Boy shirt. Get them going. Turn them on to the Sloppy Boys right now. Everyone's laying on the couch on the TV. You don't want know what to watch. Put on. Go, bring up YouTube. Watch some Sloppy Boys music videos. Watch, mm. you know, the episode of the Sloppy Boys blowout that we recorded in El Paso and were mm. funny for an hour. Watch that. Yes. Watch all the yeah. clips. Yeah. Go, yeah. Get in there on the clips and the stuff. It's fun. And it's fun. funny. Have a little fun in life. You never know when your life could end. You never know when a deus machina might happen. Tartuffe walks in and says it's all over. Tartuff, what are you doing to hear me? <laughs> okay, that's enough. <laughs> what are you doing here to me? <laughs> Brother. Wait. Bye, folks. <laughs>